0: from inside memorial stadium this is the huskers radio network podcast all huskers all the time here's your host jessica cootie welcome back into another episode of the huskers radio network podcast i'm jessica cootie and if you have gotten to know me over the last year you know i am super passionate about talking about women's sports and also talking to women in sports. So naturally, I'm super, super pumped about today's episode and the conversation we have coming for you today because we welcome in two of the newest additions to the Husker football recruiting staff, Taylor McDaniel, who's the director of recruiting, and Brittany Olegmuller, I said it right, right? You did. Who's the director (laughs) of on-campus recruiting. So ladies, thanks so much for coming in. I've been hitting you guys up for a couple weeks. You guys just got back from vacation, so thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. We are very excited. So let's just start your title and the director of on-campus recruiting director of recruiting what goes into the titles and and what your duties are Taylor you can start
1: okay um so I actually work with our senior uh, director of recruiting and player personnel Vince Guinta, um he's recently new to the staff as well but we kind of work hand-in-hand hand, kind of overseeing what we want the vision for the program to be in terms of recruiting and how it relates to our incoming prospects um, kind of overseeing the visits and getting them to campus and that sort of thing and kind of the content plan of what we want the message to be for each class you know 23s twenty twenty fours, and so forth going on from that route
2: mm-hmm. cool And I am really just Taylor's right hand gal. So whatever she needs, I am there to help her, whether that is helping with official visits, unofficial visits, um, anything along those lines. And then I'm also in charge of the academics and admissions part of the process, so um, making sure that their eligibility is correct, making sure they're getting enrolled on time, all of that fun stuff, and then um, also with their move-in process, kind of be their liaison during their transition process from a recruit to an actual Husker football player, which is really exciting, so I'll be there on move-in day um, and help facilitate that as well. Did y'all know each other before you came here? We did, no, not, we did not, not
1: at <laughs> all.
0: So did you, but you hired her?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. How, did that,
0: how did that process go? Um,
1: so Brittany actually volunteered and worked with as a student here last summer or two summers ago Last summer. Last summer. um, And so our DFO, Andrew, kind of recommended her and talked very highly of her. And some of the other guys that are here still with the recruiting staff talked very highly of her. So it was kind of a no-brainer. She's from Nebraska. She lives and breathes Husker football. So I (laughs) I just knew it was right.
0: Yeah, so tell us about your journeys, your stops along the way to get you here, Brittany, because you're from Nebraska. Yes,
1: so
2: I was born and raised in Nebraska, um, originally from Elkhorn, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And um, I started working actually at Huddle for two years while I was a student here at the University of Nebraska Lincoln. And I loved Huddle because it really showed me how women can impact the world of sports. And being in that position, I was like, wow, okay, I really like the sports industry. Um, And then, but I didn't really know like what I wanted to do yet, if I wanted to work in athletics or not. Um, and then there was an opening to work as a student here in recruiting with Nebraska football and I just kind of randomly applied and got it, which was fantastic because I honestly fell in love with it and decided, yes, this is what I want to do. So um, I decided to go to grad school for um, sports management. So I went down to the University of Florida and worked under Lee Davis and Katie Turner, who are two incredible, incredible women. And the world of football recruiting, um, learned a lot from them, and then I got hired back here with Taylor. What was your undergrad in? Um, Actually, it was in finance. Okay. Um, Yes, so not really much to do with sports, um, but yeah, so that's why I'm taking the sports management route now. Okay, got it. Okay,
0: and what about you, Taylor?
1: Similar background to Brittany. So I'm originally from Arkansas. Like I mentioned earlier, I went to Arkansas State, got involved um, as a student worker. I did that all four years of undergrad, and then shortly after that. I had the opportunity to stay there and move into the director of on-campus recruiting role there, but um, I got an offer to work at the University of Tennessee as the on-campus recruiting coordinator. So I was there for right at a year, um, February of 2021 to February of 22. And then from there, I accepted a position as the coordinator of on-campus recruiting at Kansas State University, brief stint there, and then I got the position here. So I've been here since mid-May, and yeah. My background is in biology. So also not in football <laughs> or sports related wow. at all. But like Brittany, I am also um, taking my master, or getting my master's in sports admin. Wow,
0: that's yep. very cool. So you both talked about kind of you know, indirectly kind of finding your way to recruiting. So, when you got there, what did you fall in love with about the potential of recruiting?
1: So, I, like I said, was a biology major, and I was doing that with hopes of being a pediatric surgeon. Wow. And my, you know, what drew me to that is the ability to make a difference in someone's life. And when I got in the position of working in football recruiting, you know, a lot of the gentlemen that we have a privilege of working with don't always come from the best situations. So, for me, it was kind of a no-brainer um, of that I still get to make a difference in those lives. So, I think God put me in that position for a reason, and I can still do what I love and what I believe that he put me on this earth to do. So, that is why I love football recruiting, just making a difference in their lives. Oh, that gives me chills. It's so cool.
0: Yes,
2: I completely agree. I just have a passion with people. I love talking to people, interacting with people, and seeing these recruits and help them like find their home away from home and make a difference in their lives is truly why I love football recruiting so much. Um, Just like that process of watching them grow from a recruit, um, coming to your school, going into the league. It's just so incredible to watch. And knowing that I made a difference in that gentleman's life is absolutely game changing.
0: Relationships, right? Yes, that is everything. So you talked about Vince, uh, and and he, we had him in on the show a couple of months ago, right before you guys kicked off a busy June. But what drew you to working for him, and what did you believe? Because you said you were at Kansas State briefly. What what made you believe in the direction he was taking Nebraska as far as recruiting goes?
1: So as Vince loves to mention, he has been here before, and mm-hmm. Nebraska has always held a special place in his heart. And when I came and interviewed here, hearing him talk about that and his passion and belief to be behind Coach Frost kind of inspired me even more so because I know that he's a great man. Um, I knew the people that worked under him and what they thought of him, but Vince kind of shed a different light on it for me, and just seeing his passion and him wanting to get Nebraska football back to what it used to be kind of spoke to me in a different way that I didn't think it was going to, honestly, so Vince is a great guy.
0: (laughs) And Brittany, for you, when you decide it's, I know this is home and you bleed, Husker Red, but it's also about who you work with. So, what made Mm -hmm. you believe in what Taylor was doing?
2: Yeah, honestly, the exact same thing. Um, The first phone call we ever had together, we instantly kind of clicked. Um, it was like a wonderful conversation. I thought it lasted like ten minutes, when in reality it lasted an hour. Wow. We just kind of like kept <laughs> talking, and everything we both envisioned like Nebraska football to be, and everything that Vince wants it to be as well. Um, we were like very much aligned on that. Um, so not only having. Taylor as like a partner, but as a really good friend is just like another reason why
0: I love working here. That's amazing. Yes, you mentioned the women that you worked under. You know, I told you guys that I worked at Oklahoma with Annie Hansen, who was one of the first women that you know got a start in this as well. So, what has been your perspective on how this this uh, recruiting has grown and opportunities for women in recruiting and in this world of recruiting?
2: Yeah, well, it's huge. I mean. Going back um, to previous coaches we've had here at Nebraska, they've had no women that work in the football department. And so just knowing that we can make an impact and we can show younger females that they can work in sports too is something that's so monumental to me just because I love being able to make that impact.
1: I agree with that, and you know, we talk about women in sports being a huge deal in and of itself, but me being me, you know, minority women in sports is another level of something that I aspire to, you know, keep growing, Um, and Vince and I talked about that during my interview, and I think we share the same views on that, you know, love women in sports, love Brittany to death, but trying to get, you know, more minority women in sports that have a voice that can make those connections that are sometimes missing in what we do um, is huge for me and why I do this.
0: Yeah, Vince had talked about, and I've heard this before from other coaches, and as far as having a woman on the recruiting staff, a lot of times moms feel more comfortable asking questions to women about some of the other. Things that they want to know about where they're sending their babies to college, oh, yes. right? 100%. So is that what you
2: prepared? 100%? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I always make a point too to tell the moms, like, please come to me if you have any questions. Like, I promise I will tell you the absolute truth and be genuine throughout this process because that's another core value that Nebraska football has is being genuine and being real. So being able to be that person for moms to go to.
1: 100%. And it's funny how many moms come up to us, you know, like, I think this is a silly question. So yeah. they don't want to ask Guys, because to them it's a silly question, but it's a really valid question that needs to be answered. So, being that person that can come to to answer those important questions is huge for them. I think.
0: So, when you get into recruiting as a student, I'm sure a lot of it is just following the direction of who's in charge, right? So, as you transition into now being into these roles where you're. Kind of coming up with those own ideas yourself. How does that process work? Where you're coming, you're smiling. How does it? Where you're thinking on your own of what? Hey, I can bring to the recruiting realm.
1: Hundred percent. It's um, very eye-opening. You know, um, kind of like I've mentioned what the stops I've been at. I have worked my way, I guess, to the top very quickly. Um, I graduated a little over a year and a half ago, so I haven't had the luxury, I guess, of kind of learning, you know, bits and pieces at every school I've been at. It was kind of learn at Arkansas State, learn at Tennessee, and then, okay, now it's your show. You know, what can you bring to the table? And so it has been challenging at moments, but bringing people like Brittany and having Vince, you know, people that have been, again, at other schools and other, you know, kind of schools that have done really good in the recruiting, it has been helpful. So, we can all kind of bring our ideas together. Me and Brittany brainstorm all the time. That is all we do, is brainstorm oh, yes. of how we can, you know, get Nebraska recruiting and then enhance that um, to be one of the best in the country.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with Taylor. Um, just like Taylor, I moved so quickly. Um, like she mentioned, I was just a student worker just last June. And so now being back here in a full time role, Um, is so incredible, but it's also, again, very eye-opening to um, the ideas that you have. But Taylor and I will, like, text each other and have ideas, or um, I'm always, like, going into her office and being like, hey, did you see this? Um, Things like that to bring new things to the table.
0: So I think probably maybe some people don't realize the process that goes into maybe developing a theme for a certain recruiting class, right? So you have a, you know, a hashtag or or whatever. thought
1: that this morning. (laughs) Yes, we did.
0: (laughs) Finding a new one. So take us through that and maybe explain to people why that you guys want to approach that in that way where each class has its Special. Yeah. Theme. So I
1: think it's important to, A, you know, figure out what Coach Frost wants his vision to be. You know, every year the football program in itself has a theme of what it's working towards or what the goals are going to be. And so I think building that and seeing his vision of what he wants the next class, you know, what are we looking for? Do they need to be gritty? Do they need to be tough? And kind of relaying that into what we on the recruiting creative side, you know, can take his vision to be our recruiting staff and our content staff work hand in hand of kind of laying out that you know our content guys we hire them because that's what they do they have they the best. they have the, the idea absolute best. Yeah. everything so you know me and Brittany went in there for our 23 hashtag we kind of got thrown into it here mm-hmm. um and we went in their office i don't know one random one saying yeah. we like hey we want a hashtag and the next morning we were all brainstorming how to hashtag that yeah. afternoon So, Um,
2: and that's actually a funny story to bring up because the very first day I got here, I was like, We need a hashtag. Like, that was one (laughs) of the first things I said, just because um, not only is it so important to follow the vision that Coach Frost has, but it's also really important to evolve just with other schools. Um, When recruiting is evolving, you got to stay on track, you got to stay competitive. Um, And so, Um, the recruits coming in, they now love hashtags that they can post on Twitter or they can do whatever with. Um, So coming in, that was like really important to me to just create a fun one that our guys can use. Um, And yeah, I think we did a good job. And so hopefully... We'll continue that with the 2024 class. <laughs> that stresses me out, but it, it is. It stresses me it, out. Oh,
0: yeah. You know, it gives these athletes, they, they have a sense of pride, and this is their class, and you yeah. see them when they're recruiting each other, then they, yes. you know, they use the 100%. hashtag, and yes. they talk about it, and they, like, yeah. post in the photos. It, I mean, yep. it, it's a big part of what goes into the overall recruiting. Absolutely, yes, exactly. and it's something
2: tangible, too, that they can post or, like, they can have in their back pocket
0: that, Um, they can use however they want. So if fans are listening in right now, what's the hashtag we need to be using to be recruiting these this next class? It's hashtag GoBigRed,
2: except um, the R and the E in red is a 23. So the two kind of looks like an R and the three is kind of like a backwards E. Um, But if you put it all together, it still says GoBigRed. Nice.
1: Creative. If you have any ideas for this? Yes. <laughs> hashtag of twenty four. Please, please let us know. Yes, DM oh. us. Our DMs are always open. Please let us know. <laughs> uh,
0: so, when you guys both get here, you hit the ground running, right? I yes. Mean, June is absolutely bonkers, and you guys have a ton of momentum. So, walk me through the process of when you each arrived and, and what was the goal when you got here.
2: Yeah. So even like the process of me being hired to getting here happened within a week. Um, I got hired within about 48 hours, and then I was here that next Monday because we had an official visit coming in that next Thursday. So it was just very, 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 very fast. Um, but, yeah, very worth it.
1: Uh, my process, kind of like Brittany, was very fast. When I got here, I got, came on a Monday, and we had recruits coming in on a Thursday. And so while I wasn't the one kind of planning that first week, Vince took me along for everything. And, you know, it was even, you know, what do you think about this or how do you want to change this for June? So mine was more of kind of, this is what we do now. How do you think you can enhance it within the next week and a half?
0: Wow, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So when you go about that in in June, how did you approach planning for all those camps and the (sighs) official visits? Because it was, you had camp. Guys coming on to go through the camps, but so then you also had official visits that were getting a glimpse of what what this place could be like. So how do you plan that?
1: You know, when right before we kicked off um, June, we had a staff meeting and Coach Frost said it's going to take everyone in this building to make this vision come to life, and it truly took every individual in the building. You know, we had our content guys working registration tables and or was clocking yeah. kids at camp. Like it <laughs> took everyone in the building to make that. You know become a reality and make us have a successful June that we did have. So it was kind of making sure that we were all on the same page. You know, we did split um, camps and kind of the official visits into two separate things, you know, operations staff had camps and we had obviously the recruiting visits and it kind of was, okay, Andrew, you have this person and this person, but I need this person and this person. So let's figure it out which day you have them and which day I have them. So it was a lot, but we made it through and it was a very successful June overall. Oh, yeah,
0: completely agree. Yeah. I was going to say, when, when June June ended. Did you feel pretty good about what you guys accomplished in that month?
1: We did, did. you know, and we still have some lingering things coming, so we did feel really good about it. Yeah.
0: So when a kid comes on campus, what, when they leave with their family, what in your, I guess, when you feel like, okay, that went well, what goes into that? If you know what I'm asking, like. Yes. So if someone comes on, what constitutes or what makes a successful visit for a kid when you feel good about when they leave campus?
1: I would say a few things, Um, kind of, so once they leave on Sunday, you know, we do one final, are you sure you had all of your questions answered, because we don't want you to leave with questions unanswered, because that makes us feel uneasy, and I'm sure it makes them feel uneasy, you know, and even if it's mom, again, you know, well, I don't really want to ask this, you know, because I I don't, you know what I mean, so that sort of thing, so that, um, and that's kind of when we kick off the weekend, Coach Frost starts our meeting with Please don't leave here feeling like you know anyone was ungenuine or you have questions that's still need to be answered so I think a sense of relief when we know that we did that you know things happen we always say you know internal if the roof falls in we plan for it to happen so yes. kind of keeping a strong front and a happy face mm-hmm. you know even if things aren't always going as we wanted them to they're going exactly how they need to be so yes
2: yeah, so we adapt and adjust um, you took a very different approach than I was. I was going kind of the funny route. I was going to be like, oh, when they commit, like it's gonna a good visit. 100%.
1: Something. Yeah, that's always a good yeah. sign. But
2: also it's all about like how they feel too. You can really um, gaze when a person is happy and if they had a really great visit. And so just if they have a smile on their face as they're walking out the door, like I feel um, wonderful and I feel like we accomplished something so big for them. Um, so yeah, just about like that feeling that they we, have.
0: We get a lot of questions too. Right behind us, this massive facility that's going up. How much does that play into when kids are coming on campus now that you can actually kinda see all the things that are gonna go into helping you develop into the student athlete that you wanna become here?
1: It plays a lot into that's actually how we start every recruiting visit (laughs) is talking about that building and you know, and it's nice to have the infrastructure here now because we can go to different aspects of campus and say, This is going to be that and you can actually kind of sort of visualize it more than you could have. So we kind of, we go across the street to the business building, you know, we look back at it and say, okay, this is the entrance, you know. So I think it is finally becoming a reality, you know, it's easy to put up a video and say, oh, this is going to be that. But if you don't see it in motion, it's kind of like, okay, well, every school in the country says that. So. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, because now these kids that are being recruited are going to be able to utilize one yes, exactly. So when you, because you were here before, mm-hmm. what has been, when a recruit comes on campus, what, what makes them fall in love with Nebraska?
2: Honestly, I feel like the tradition Nebraska mm-hmm. just has, um, like the ton of walk, our black shirts, the consecutive sellouts, the amount of fans that come to every game. Um, I think the fans and like the tradition of Nebraska, like really um, brings Nebraska to a whole new level. Um, knowing that no matter if we win or lose, fans are going to be there and they're going to stay and they're going to cheer you on. Um, and not only that, but they're going to be very nice to you. Um, having nice fans is a total game changer i want to say it's just so nice being able to like go on twitter and see people still like rooting us on and like having a blast um
0: yeah. I want
1: no, to piggyback off of that, yeah, because when you asked good. that, you know, I took it in a different light of when I came to Nebraska to interview, it was kind of like, I didn't know what to expect, not from a program sort of view, but like Lincoln in general. So, you know, we talked about things that you can see and different things like that. Well, I can say, you know, when we had a few recruits on campus this past June, you know, I've had several moms say to me, I really didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you can Google the program, you can Google the history, but it's like until you get here and get to experience A, the relationships and kind of get a feel for our staff and B, see how beautiful the campus is see what downtown Lincoln looks like you know it's kind of eye-opening I especially the last weekend that mom she loved every bit of it she oh, said yes. you know when I got on the plane I asked my son. she was like why are we going to Lincoln Nebraska <laughs> <laughs> and she's like I never would have you know wanted to come here if it weren't for him I never would have wondered what it was like because in her mind it was all cornfields yes. and you know nothingness <laughs> but when she got here she absolutely fell in love
2: And I feel like that's what it is for a lot of our recruits too, because um, we recruit uh, out of state a lot as well as in state. And so, bringing those kids in from far away, they're like, "I've never stepped foot in Nebraska in my life. Like, I have no idea what's going here, um, going on here." Um, But again, like being an in-state
0: product, yes, (laughs) in-state
2: product, I guess. And then actually coming to the University of Nebraska, um, it's just so different, like the experience of being in-state versus out.
0: So you guys have a big role in the recruiting, I know, but ultimately it's the coaches also have to, you know, be a big part 100%. of it too, right? Oh, and yeah. so you've both been in different places, Florida, Tennessee. So what's been your take on, say, Mickey Joseph, Coach <laughs> Applewhite, Brian Applewhite and, and their recruiting style and, and the recruit and the talent that they've been able to bring in?
1: I think those two in particular, it's very personal for them, so they want to do a good job, you know. Mm-hmm. They take a lot of pride in the guys that they bring here and a lot of guys that they recruit. And so I think that brings a different light to it because they're very passionate about it. They want things to be done, not you know, as perfect as it can be because we're all human. We make mistakes, but they want everything to be, you know, up to the standard of what Nebraska should be. And I think they've done a really good job of kind of changing the flow of our recruiting um, what it has been and what it's going to be and I just I love those guys yes. they I, have set I us on the them. track for success wow
2: absolutely cool. yeah I love them so much I don't think I can say enough good things about them I'd be here for hours um but yeah I don't I don't even know what to add I think you got it all but um hopefully out of this you can just see both of our love for both of them
0: yeah it just it seems like there's just this whole new energy and passion there about is. oh yeah about it and yes. probably a lot of it comes from the energy and and that, We've heard that from on the field too, just the energy and the weight room, just the different kind of, Bill Bush, obviously, too. Oh, yes. You, did you know Bill Bush before? I actually
2: did not, but um, he's from Pender, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and my family, my dad's side of the family lives really close there in Toponka, Nebraska, um, and so that was one of the main things that we bonded on, like, first day coming back, he was mm-hmm. like, hey, like, you're from, pa-, like, things, though. So, yeah, that was really awesome to get to know him. Yeah, he's
0: he's a character. We he's love having him in Yes. Character. He's a great story. <laughs> so I, I know uh, we've been chatting a while, but what are your goals and plans when you, take on this job, I'm sure it's a whirlwind. But now that you've settled in a little bit, what do you have goals? Do you have plans? How do you go about approaching what the next year looks like? Is it a year in advance? Is it two years? How does that work for someone in recruiting?
1: I would say a uh, next year, you know, um as soon as we finished breeding, I told her, you know, man, I can't wait for a season for December because we were kind of thrown into it and it was kind of hard to make everything, you know, to a T of what we wanted June to look like. While it was very successful, there are things that we would change from a more I'd say girly, but things would yeah. be tweaked. Um, <laughs> and so, Yes, yes the, details. the details. Some yeah. of the fine details need to be tweaked, and that's why we're excited, you know, moving forward to mm-hmm. season and official visits in uh, December and January because to us, they will be perfect. They will be up to our standard, you know. Um, so, I don't know. It's exciting, you know. Top, we keep saying top 25, but look, top 10 recruiting class coming soon. Yes.
0: That's yeah. awesome. And then when you go about recruiting kids that are coming on campus, whether it be unofficial, official, how does that process work when you guys are planning? Is it now? I mean, is it, how does it go? Yeah, that at all fair. times, yeah. really.
2: Um, unofficial and official visits, they take a lot of time to plan. I don't know if people um, really realize that unless they are in this position, how long these visits actually take. Um, So, yeah, so we're kind of constantly, like, planning and brainstorming of what we want to do and what we want to have, like, in their hotel rooms and what we want to have when they get here and um, where we're going to go to dinner and all of those little things. Um, So, yeah, we try to plan... Months, months, yeah, in months, in yeah. advance.
1: Yeah. As I mean, you know, right now we are obviously working on in-season visits, you know, those unofficial visits, but we've already started to take a look at what, what December is going to look like, what January is going to look like, and honestly, how we can tweak things for next June, you know? Yes. So I would say we work about a year uh, in advance. And game days, too. <laughs>
2: so um, Taylor and I both haven't worked a game day here at Nebraska yet, so being able to really like bring both
0: of our ideas together and create a whole new unofficial process um, will be very exciting. Obviously it's exciting every time uh, someone announces their commitment here, but for you guys, what's the feeling like when you see an announcement? What, I, wish be you, I wish uh-huh. you guys
1: could see our text messages. Yes. So let's
2: just say that. Yeah, there was once where I was like inside of Shields when someone committed and I was jumping up and down inside of Shields. Yeah. So.
1: And it's like me talking to my parents, like, yes, they keep up with it, but you know, being from Arkansas, they aren't like, as tuned in, being a little older, they're not as tuned in. But when I text them, I'm like, mom, yes. you won't believe this. That's
0: awesome. Yes, family group chats go wild. <laughs> um so, if fans are listening in, and how can they help? Is there something they can do to help when you guys are going through all these processes?
1: I would say, um, be patient with us. you know it is a work in progress, and we are getting there, and I think we 're going to be there a lot sooner than a lot of people are giving us credit for. So be patient, but be positive and honestly. <laughs> If you don't have anything nice to say, You don't say it. Um, no. Because not only does it have, you know, bring a lot of negative attention to our guys and they're dealing with that while they're trying to focus on season and classes, they have a lot going on as well. But that's also shedding a negative light on our recruiting process as well, you know. And people think, oh, well, no one's ever going to see this. But those there are players and guys, you know, that will come to us and say, look we'll at what this person said, you know. And it's really hard for them to have to deal with that.
0: Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. And us, too. Like, and Honestly, us. Yeah we we see it all the time like we still go on twitter like we're still active um so just saying that sometimes is a little bit sad but i think another way that fans could help is being active on social media i know right now in the recruiting world that is huge like um the 2023s the 2024 guys like they love twitter and they love to post Um, So if fans can just be so interactive on their posts and their commitments or their offers here, um, I think that would be so beneficial because they really, really care about that. And
0: follow them, right?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Use the hashtag. Follow, hashtag, um, retweet, quote, whatever. Um,
0: So Twitter is the the popular thing again because it was it was Twitter then it was Instagram is it Twitter again I think Probably it was Twitter both. again
1: I think they're trying to get Instagram up from what I see and you know yeah. their lives they're trying to get Instagram back up again because it's always you know help me get to 10,000 followers yes. so I'm like 10,000 followers
0: i oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, where can fans follow you guys and you said if you have ideas or whatever to DM you so what, where can they follow you guys yeah
2: pretty much on any social media platform i'd say twitter is probably the main one at and give us your handle um, mine is brit Oleg mueller so b-r-i-t and then my last name
1: i honestly have no I idea think what is mine is
2: hey <laughs> underscore mcdaniel Let's if see. I remember I mean, that's correctly. probably about right no i think that's right oh yeah i think that is
0: you are Tay underscore McDaniel 01. Oh, I was close. Mm, there we go. So yeah, follow them on Twitter. <laughs> I think I know. And you can stay up to date with everything and all the hashtags and, and all of that good stuff. Uh, ladies, thank you so much for coming in. It was a fascinating conversation. Yeah. If we have other um, follow-up questions, if fans want to know any questions, we'll, we might have you back again and, and revisit. because. I imagine come December signing day, it's gonna you're going to oh, feel yeah. a whole lot different about oh, yeah. once you get through a football season, yeah, for sure. I girl. can't wait. It'll be cool. so fun. And welcome aboard. I'm still new here, but so now I can welcome you guys. So <laughs> happy to have you guys at, and you back on board and you on board. And we'll look forward to hopefully a fun football season. Absolutely. Yeah, thank, uh, you thank you so, you so much. much. <laughs> All right. And again, make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen so you never miss an episode right here on the Huskers Radio Network Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Go Big Red.